Um, but well, good morning. It's good to fellowship with you again. We were here Friday night for our open house, another festivity that we have here at New Covenant Fellowship um, in anticipation of the Christ child. It's a Christmas celebration, and it was wonderful to see all the saints fellowship with one another. And we literally feasted. As I thought about this morning, uh, I see the open house event kind of as a splurge because we really do splurge that time with the food and the fellowship and singing Christmas carols. Everyone was in good conversation. There was a lot of joy and it was good to see that. Of course, the most joyous thing was the hot wings on the uh, buffet there, um, at least from my perspective. That's a lot to celebrate. No, but it was a wonderful time. And we have special thanks to the Silver Threads and all the others that pitched in to help uh, host that event. We're very blessed to have it. I'm going to actually switch gears a little bit here this morning, um, just in light of the Christmas play and all that's going on. And I was going to preach a message on be of good cheer, and I still want you to be of good cheer. I'm just not going to preach that message. Maybe I'll save that for another time. But as I was reading the bulletin um, this morning, we have a truth from the royal treasury that we post. And this is a result of a Sunday service that we had when we gave everybody an opportunity to share one of their uh, favorite scriptures or what's a verse. The question was asked, what's a verse that you really cling to or God has used to minister to you in your life? And it was amazing that the spirit of God came and just um, verse after verse came forward of, of promise, of conviction, of power, of strength from you, the body of Christ. And Michelle began to write them all down. And she just kind of kept them and compiled them. And so now, Sunday after Sunday, you'll see in the bulletin a truth from the royal treasury. The royal treasury, of course, is God's word because God's word is royal. It's royal truth. So I'm reading this one and I thought, this is a very strange verse for somebody to cling to. Or for God to use in their lives. And I don't know, have any idea who shared this verse. Um, But it really struck me this morning. And I want to read it to you right out of the bulletin. It's Matthew chapter 2 verse 6. And this is prophecy. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. And if I had to throw a title to this message, it would be for from you. You know, Bethlehem is a a very small town. And we know about small town, don't we? Our little our little census populations in Crew, Burkeville, Blackstone in Nottaway County, I think. On a good day, we might be at 15,000 on the census in in the whole county. But Bethlehem was a very, very small town. And, you know, we have a tendency uh, to think that big and wonderful and good things can't come out of little things. And there's a promise here that out of this little town is going to come something incredible, an incredible ruler, not only incredible, but the best ruler that the world will ever have. And that's Jesus Christ. 
Bethlehem, even to this very day, and I've been there, it's still small. As a matter of fact, you, you would not know of it except for the fact that Christ was born there. And if it was not for the tourism that takes place because of the birth of Christ, it would still be probably a little known town. But I read these words and it, it, they're just filled with great promise for from you. And I thought to myself, how many times do we or how many people in here this morning might feel small? You ever felt like the least of these? Nothing good could ever come out of this. You know, I've got the, the least amount of ability out of the whole congregation or my IQ is the least of the least of the least. Or I'm very I'm not eloquent in my speech. I don't know how I could ever be used of God in that way. And sometimes we just feel really small or least and think there's no hope for any kind of greatness from this. Friday night at the open house, um, I saw something really precious, and I don't think the Pents are here this morning, uh, but uh, Ada Mae Pent, standing up, is about this tall. She's a precious little blonde-head girl. And as the evening went on, she got a little more brave. She was really hanging close to mom and dad over here at the table. But she'd run a few feet and smile at somebody and then come back and then run a few feet farther and smile. Well, by the end of the night, she was pretty much all over the place. And she was standing over there by those double doors and people were coming in and out. And I was over here just kind of fascinated. I was actually afraid she was going to get crushed because when you're this big and, you know, you're as tall as I am or perhaps even taller. Uh, that can be overlooked. So I was kind of apprehensive, but she was just having a ball looking at up and everything. And she was probably the smallest walking thing in, in the building at that time. Everybody else was walking around or some people didn't even see her around. And I thought there's a picture of leaseness. But she's having a ball. She's having a ball. She's having a lot of fun. That's a picture of leaseness. In this promise, we we, we find this. This prophecy by God where, where it's where God gives to this little town, this very small group of people, this tremendous hope for from you. So then I thought, well, what about this morning? What kind of hope can we draw from that prophecy or that scripture for those of us that might feel like, well, you know, there are the stars, the Billy Graham's. And the missionaries and the pastors and the elders and the deacons and these other people who have wonderful ministries. But what about me? Do you ever think about for from you? God may do something great. The Apostle Paul says in uh, Ephesians 3, 8, he called himself the least of the saints. He's the least of the saints. And you think about. And if that's the passage where he he says, basically, God entrusted to me the gift of the gospel. By his grace, just by his grace, he gave me this gift of the gospel, good news. And he, he asked me to go and share it. And I, the least of all saints. Go and share the gospel. And look at what 
this little least of all saints accomplished. If it were not for the preaching and his obedience from this little guy, and he is said to have been small in stature. Uh, if the gospel did not take the direction that he took it, we may never have never heard it in our lifetime. Because there are still people in the world who have not heard the gospel. And the Holy Spirit strategically takes it places by his love and his mercy and his grace that people would have an opportunity to yield to it. So this this little guy who saw himself as the least accomplished great things. And then he says in Philippians, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who gives me strength or who strengthens me. I think when when you look what God did to Bethlehem, who doesn't. If you know about the gospel, you know about Bethlehem today, that little teeny town, because Christ visited there. When Christ comes into our hearts and visits here and dwells here and lives here, there's no limit. There's no limit of what can come out of these least little things. And I think Francis Schaeffer used to use the phrase, no little people in the kingdom of God. There are no little people. How can you say that? Because of Christ. Because of what Christ can do in any yielded, surrendered, repentant heart is absolutely phenomenal. So Christ can take the least and though he gets all the glory for it, he can take the least and expand his kingdom exponentially. With a surrendered heart, a heart that just obeys, a heart that just trusts. Even if we spend our, if we're like little Ada May and we're spending our lives looking up at all the big people in the world. There are no little people. Because of Jesus Christ. Which these candles symbolize the light. So if you are here this morning or, may, or, or different times in your life and you're wondering about your life in Christ or what's my future hold? What could what could possibly come from me based on who I am today? Take hope with you this morning. Take hope for from you in Christ. The impossible can happen for from you. So that's my little sermonette. And that actually was a sermonette. It's only, what, about 10 or 11 minutes. I don't know that I've ever gone that short before. But we do have a play. A play. So um, the, our youth and I guess a few adults are going to come and present a Christmas play to us. And Sam was real secretive about what it was going to be about. Um, all I could get out of him was prophecy. And that I probably wouldn't have a whole lot to say after the play. Because it's got some comedy in it, which shouldn't surprise you if Sam's got anything to do with it. It's got some comedy in it. So um, if somebody would go down or open the door and cue them that they're up. Now, they're going to need about however long it takes to clear everything off of this stage. They're going to do that and then they'll pull the curtain. So you have a little time to, um, to meditate and pray for all the actors. God bless you. Merry Christmas.